Hi, I'm Riley. And I'm Ellie. And we are the JJ Buzz Podcast Editors. And today we are back with Mr. Coughlin, the principal, and also joining us is Food Service Director, Ms. Seeker. So, Ms. Seeker, we wanted you to have this opportunity to introduce yourself and tell us a little more about everything you do. Okay. So, um, obviously, as you said, my name is Jamie Sigert. Um, I am the food services director. I just started here in the beginning of uh, August. So, well, not the beginning of the August, the, the middle of August. Um, my first day was the 14th of August. So we, we started pretty quickly um, into the school year. So um, my job is to make the menu, to keep budget costs in mind. Um, and try to bring some more options in to you guys and make sure that we're hitting all USDA and um, Ohio Department of Education guidelines. Okay. So. so in this episode, we wanted to talk about all things food at the high school and talk okay. about most commonly asked questions by our students. Okay. So um, to start off, what what are the current guidelines for school lunches? So they're actually quite vast. Um, they're, for breakfast, there has to be a certain number of grains offered. There has to be a certain number um, of fruits offered for each meal. Um, so currently, right now, for breakfast, you have to have two grains offered and a cup of fruit. So that's why there's like a juice or um, like dried fruit or sometimes canned fruit, sometimes fresh fruit. Um, if it hasn't happened yet, it will. Uh and sometimes you'll have like a grain option, which is usually goes by ounces as you as what counts. Yeah. And then so if you have a meat or, or protein such as an egg omelet or something like that, that that meat, that protein ounce can count as a grain for the morning. Um, kind of weird and confusing. But that's just <laughs> the way it works. And then for lunch time, um, it's for the for the week. It goes by the week. Um, you have to offer at least um, two grains a day um, for per day minimum um, in high school. And then um, it's 10 to 12 for the week. So there's some things that are a little bigger. Yeah. Um, but then you have to have uh, eight to 10 um, ounces of meat or meat alternative, which sounds gross, but it's actually like peanut butter, yeah. cheese, things like that. Um, it's not like, you know, beaks and claws <laughs> or something like that. Um, and then there are fruits and vegetable subgroups that we have to hit. There's like red, orange, there's green, there's starches, um, different subgroups such as that. So everything has to get hit every day. Um, the vegetable subgroup types have to get hit once a week. So that's why you might have like, and that's just menued options. Um, yeah. So it would have to be like a leafy green would be broccoli. Um, your re red orange would be carrots or tomatoes or salsa. Um, other There's an other group, which would be like green beans or mixed vegetables, things like that. Um, then you have, uh, so I, let's see, leafy green, other red orange. Um, then you have like your beans and legumes, which will obviously like baked beans or peas, things like that. So, um, anyways, there's, there's different subgroups that we have yeah. to hit, um, to hit USDA guidelines. Um, so that's kind of, I mean, you could always go online if you want to, and you can print <laughs> it off and see yourself, but that's a, the gist of it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and are there any changes you're hoping to Im implement within the next few years and any long-term goals? Okay. So actually, so we just started my menu. Um, I just implemented my menu at the start of last week. So, oh, um, so there, exciting. there is a five week cycle. So there's no, there's no repetition. The only thing there is repetition of 
is pizza. That's in elementary school. And then what I did was because obviously middle school has a pizza day and high school has a pizza day. Um, so that's Domino's. They come in. So what I did was on whatever day they missed on the elementary menu, that's what you guys have on, on their Friday or yeah. your traditional pizza day um, on the elementary menu. But there are no repetition. There's no... 15 days of chicken nuggets. There's no 15 days. So it's a five week cycle. Every menu day is different. Um, for this month we did a sandwich option and a salad option just because it's more for the girls, um, in the kitchen to work with. It's a little harder to adapt to someone else's menu and they're used to a certain way of doing things for like six years. Um, so we're doing that particular menu option, um, what the main entree, and then there's a sandwich option or a wrap option, and then a salad option as well. And then obviously there's several fruit options and vegetable options to pick. Um, and I think we'll probably go back to doing like a, a maybe like a jacket grill item or another, a second option at a, a lower volume. Yeah. Um, just because we don't, we want to make sure that we're not wasting food either. Um, I, I can, am concerned because I feel like our lunch participation numbers are not great compared to what the enrollment is at the high school. So that's one of my goals. Um, and I'd like to go to, which we're going to do this week, um, to where there's fresh vegetables there. They're not in the bags and then you guys can grab what you want. So if you were like, Hey, I really want broccoli and cauliflower and I got this main vegetable, whatever's on the line, you can grab a little bit of each put it on your tray and then, and, you know, enjoy your, uh, a more variety of, yeah. of foods. So, so Jacket Journal did some polls recently mm-hmm. about if we could add another line or kind of bar. And then we also wanted to find out any like food intolerances or allergies. And so of the 153 students, 9% said that they're lactose intolerant and 2% mm-hmm. said they're gluten intolerant. Mm-hmm. So is there anything we could do for those students? So as long as I know that they have these, uh, they're on my allergy list, we can always adapt. Um, I, there, there's usually a better option. And if I know about it, I can, I can always, you know, we can always prepare a special meal or have, have an option up there yeah. for them. Um, I haven't had it as requested as much in the high school, but I know for instance, I've got a couple students at like Pleasant Street. Um, some of them have very high gluten allergies. Some of them have severe milk and dairy allergies. So we just, you know, we have to adapt and overcome. And if I know about them and, you know, I have their, their documentation, that's the thing I have to have it documented. Then I can always, we can always prepare them something okay. or give them some options. So that's really cool. Okay, um, and some of our diabetic students told us that sometimes the lunch listed online and the carb count listed with it mm-hmm. is wrong. Yes. Is there a way to fix that? So there is a way to fix that. Um, so there is, we use Nutrislice, obviously, for the online menu. Some of that, um, the, the old director did not have everything completed. Um, I just changed my menu, so it is, it is a little time-consuming to go in there, but that will yeah. be updated um, with the proper carb counts and things like that. And also, if there's ever a question um, with the nursing staff and or students with carb counts, you can they can always feel free to contact me or even email me um, and, and ask because sometimes, sometimes we do get different products. It's not even what we order. It's yeah. just because, mm-hmm. you know, they, they may not have the stock in. And so they're going to replace that with something else, perhaps just to fill the order. And sometimes carb counts and such will be different than, than what they were before. So we can always, we'll figure it out. We'll help you figure it out. But my goal is to update that. There's a lot of missing information and I noticed, but 
um, I had to had to have a getting to know you period and yeah. figure out everyone and all the all the buildings. Oh, so. Yes. So who decides the serving size for the food? So the USDA does. Okay. Um, it goes in usually half cup sizes um, or like I said, ounces for meat and grain. Um, you can have two fruits and two vegetables in high school. That that Obviously, that goes down in middle, middle school and elementary. Um, so that's also why, like, for when I was talking about the grains and meats, we go from 8 to 10 um, for elementary school for, like, meat and grains. But then in high school, it's 10 to 12. So you get you get more, uh, like, bigger sizes. Yeah. You get more portions. Um, so, yep. Okay. And um, this was more for Coughlin. Um, students want to know why some of the bathrooms are closed at lunch. So that really started around COVID time because we were on kind of a um, cycle of cleaning restrooms at different times throughout the day. Uh, what we noticed was that there was still plenty of, of space for in terms of kids going during that time. Um, so that was part of the reason we kept it that way is because we just weren't seeing any issues with it. Because prior to COVID, we would have quite a few issues in the restrooms. So yeah. It was hard to monitor on both sides. Um, the escalation of vaping over the past few years has been a concern. There, there were some other things that occurred. But during COVID, we noticed that even with one restroom, I mean, there was still plenty of time in that half hour and, and to, to be able to use it. Uh, you know, as we monitor it, if, if that becomes an issue, it's something we can look at again. But that's yeah. kind of how it started, and we haven't had an issue since then, so we've kind of kept it the same. So if, like, an issue does occur or the lines get long, you would consider opening we up the other one? It, yeah. Okay. Um, but we, we would always keep a close eye on it yeah. to make sure we aren't falling back into some negative patterns that are deterring from the school day. But it's definitely mm -hmm. something we can take a look at. Okay. Yeah. And then back to Ms. Zeger. Um, who decides the cost of lunch and what is the current cost for school lunches? So usually that's, a, I think, a, a budging issue. And um, when we look at food costs, so obviously yeah. food costs has went up dramatically, probably about 40% in the last one to two years. Um, they, these prices were already set before I got here. Um, so currently elementary school lunch is $2.75 and okay. then high school lunch is $3.00. Students want to know if there can be more drink options at lunch and also um, what the hours of the coffee bar are at the, okay. in the morning. So the, the coffee bar is open, um, and I know I, I should probably know this better off the top of my head. <laughs> um, so Kit, Christy comes in at 530. I'm, I oh, go, wow. I guess I look at, at hours that they're working, and, yeah. then, and then she usually leaves at 8. Um, 8.30-ish. Um, she comes in to prepare and set up and brew coffee, etc. Um, so I'm not sure what time students actually roll in Yeah. Um, I, into I, that. I believe the back door is open around 7.10. Okay. Um, and that is due to what time buses drop off and when we have uh, staff that can be assigned to the area for yeah. contract. So I'm guessing it runs about 7.10 until the beginning of the school day, and I'm guessing the beginning of the school day, she probably cuts off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, just due to, we obviously don't want students leaving class to go. Yes. Yeah. So once the school day starts, they've normally wrapped up that, that mm -hmm. area. Okay. 
And then for the more drink options, like, can you go into detail about what drinks so, we can have? Yeah. So I'll, I'll just um, elaborate on the coffee bar and the drinks all at the same time. So my goal of the coffee bar is to actually utilize it for a little more breakfast options. Um, I mean, obviously you guys are in high school and there's one, one breakfast option menu today, but I kind of like to give it a little more of a variety, a little more things to choose from which we're working on. Like I said, Rome, like Rome, I always keep saying Rome wasn't built in a day, which is yeah. such a cliche phrase, but it's very true. And, um, I, you know, I would like to make it a little better, a little more options. Um, and my ultimate goal, I believe another question is about the a la carte. So I'm going to bring that yes. over as well. Um, the a la carte line, there's not a ton of options. And that's because if you notice, like I've only got four, four people out there and that's a pretty long, um, like a long way to keep an eye on. And um, unfortunately, theft is an issue. Yeah. Um, and or rummaging through grab and go bags, things like that, taking out things that they want. Um, so my my ultimate goal is um, I'm, I'm trying to wait on some staffing uh, feedback. Um, I would like to take the a la carte and use the breakfast or the coffee bar as an a la carte area oh, just in general. Cool. Okay. Um, that way we can we can provide a few more options for a la carte we can um maybe provide some more drink options for lunch um the drink options have to fit into so any of the a la carte snacks um and a la carte drinks are once again obviously regulated by the usda so um they have to fit in a, it's what's called a smart snack calculator so there has to be like a certain amount of sugar in it there can't be over you know a certain amount of sugar it can't be over a certain amount of sodium um, anything in there has to be whole grain, um, which is more than 50% is what's considered. So even if we had like mozzarella sticks, um, there are options for mozzarella sticks um, that we could utilize because they've got yeah. a whole grain breading. And obviously it's a meat option. So because you're getting cheese, um, things like that. So the, the opportunity is there. I have to get everything else, like the main stuff taken care oh, of before yeah. the extra but it's definitely on my on my radar, um, and I would like to to utilize that area because it's a really cool area. Um, it's it's really neat looking up, and it's a it's good to to keep control of of product and kind of actually give people a little better service option. I think yeah. so. And, and I, I want to add to that, but you know they did try something similar a few years back, and students just want to go up and, mm -hmm. and, hmm. and try it out. So. I recommend once we do get that, that don't be shy, get up and, yes. right. <laughs> and try it because <clears throat> just like, I mean, they have to run it kind of like a business. So if they're trying something and, and students aren't buying it, they're, they're going to stop. Yeah. Because, mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day, it's going to be taking money out of the pockets right. of, because they have to stay afloat and make sure they have enough money for the next day's lunch. So um, when, when those options are out there, go up and give them a shot. If, if, you'd like something different, I, I, I provide feedback and let her know. And, and you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then our next question is, um, you touched on how we're going to do the five weeks of lunch mm -hmm. and then not repeat then, but then repeat the five week cycle. Mm -hmm. um, so to kind of go along with that, if the serving size isn't per se enough for people can they get more than one meal at a time or are they only limited to? so you can come back up um so we can only provide one meal okay. um for and that's let me let me go back so if you there's free and reduced lunches obviously for yes. some people we are required to serve that one meal so anything over that meal it has to be paid for or it, certain things have to be there to be to make a meal um for it to be just lunch so there's 
um, for breakfast, it's three items for lunch is three components. So components are like, like I was saying, there's a meat and a grain and it has to be a half cup of fruit or vegetable, at least one half cup of fruit or vegetable. So that makes a meal. Now, if they come up and they only have like, say I want a sandwich and a milk that doesn't count. So that's going to get charged like an a la carte price. Yeah. Um, what would happen is after that first meal, if they've, and our quick lunch system shows like, did they get a meal for the day? That's going to charge. You can always come up and get more, but you're going to get charged for the extra stuff. Yeah. And that's just because, I mean, at the end of the day, um, it is, it is a business. Mm-hmm. Um, and for, you know, yes. Yeah, so you guys are, you know, entitled to get a good, a good education and get food. But at the same time, it still costs money and yeah. it's not a limitless um, budget, unfortunately, or our lives would be much easier than <laughs> a limitless budget. Um, so what I would say is also what, like with that in mind, if there's certain things that um, you guys want um, that I, that I can do some research on and find, or if you have other menu options that are like, Hey, we really like this. I know some of the ladies in the cafeteria have like the tried and true old recipes that they said, Oh yeah, they love this. And that like cowboy baked beans, they made cowboy baked beans and nobody really ate them. And and it might've been a thing, <laughs> right. It might've been a thing of the past where it yeah. was used, they were used to it and people liked it. But now it's like, Hey, we have no idea what cowboy baked beans are. And we say, have no, I don't yeah. know what those um, are. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm always, you know, I, I would rather have, feedback of like, Hey, nobody really likes this. Yeah. Or could we do this instead? Um, like we like chicken nuggets, but can we have more dipping sauce options or something, you know, something to that mm-hmm. effect. I I'm, I'm yeah. not against listening to, to some ideas because ultimately I, I want you guys to eat. I want everybody to be satisfied yes. and I want to up my participation because I, as I said previously, um, we have what, What's the enrollment right now? Roughly, yeah, and it's like less than fifty percent. Oh, so So what can students use to contact you? Like, do you have an email you? So I, I I do have my school email. So you could, you could, you could always email me. Don't don't bombard me. I get enough emails. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, So it's J Z as in zebra E G E R at um, like Mount Vernon City School Mm -hmm. District, like the. Um, MV, yeah, the school normal okay. school email. Awesome. Thank you. Um, um, I guess this is kind of for both of you now. Um, when will the vending machines be fixed? Why are they closed during lunch? And also, where does the money go from the vending machine? I can take those. Well, I didn't know they are broken, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> um, this was also a few weeks okay. ago when someone mentioned yes, And they yeah. could still be, because we actually contract that out um, to another company, another business that, that runs it. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me kind of jump around those questions. A lot of that money goes to the business that runs it. Okay. Um, we do get a percentage back, and that percentage goes into what's called the principal's fund, and that's not my pocket. Um, that is a fund that I am able to use, um, to really give directly back to the students. So, you know, the types of things we use that budget for is every month we do still the month, we buy donuts for those students and have a little celebration. That money Mm -hmm. goes to those kinds of activities. Um, beginning of every year we buy t-shirts for every freshman. Um, that's the kind of stuff that money goes to. So it goes directly back to the students. Um, during the day, uh, there are some regulations as to when we can have those open. Yeah. Um, but and then there's also, like we talked about before, they're, they're running a business in there. And I really don't want to take away from what they're trying to do. And if we have 
a bunch of different options up there that may not be as healthy, then we're, we're kind of taking stuff out. I mean, a kid may go get a uh, Rice Krispie treat instead of going to get a lunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we want to try to keep that from happening. So that's why they're really there <clears throat> for those students who need to stay after school. Um, okay. Yeah. For activities and stuff. So they have something when there may not be anything open for them. So what, when is the vending machines open? Like They, they should turn on at the end of the day. Okay, okay. So they're not on during the day? There are some. Um, I do know they're supposed to be on timers and I don't think those all work. <laughs> so um, those are questions I'll have to ask the company as to, to how that's supposed to be yeah. regulated mm-hmm. and find out about what could be potentially broken. So, um, they didn't mention what specifically was broken okay the for, we asked um our jacket journal class what are mm-hmm. some questions you have regarding food and the first one was when is the vending machine going to be fixed okay. so, so i will yeah. I, I, don't know. I don't know um so you said that you want to have the option for having like a sandwich and then a salad mm-hmm. if not because um we also did a survey about if we could have a kind of bar available because there are other schools in our district that have like multiple different options mm. for it. So the most requested was a salad or like a pasta bar to just have like noodles, different kinds of sauces, mm-hmm. different kinds of toppings. Would that be something that could happen? I w- it Potentially it would. Um, I, I would like to see, unfortunately, um, not everyone is as mature as you two ladies. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of where we're going with this, like the vegetable bar. Yes. Um, kind of see how that goes and see how people use it or abuse it. Because honestly, especially with pasta, and if you're talking like pasta and meat sauces and, and Fredo sauces, like it gets a little costly. Yes. Um, and it's also participation. Like, like I said, I mean, I'm not going to prepare food for 500 kids and then maybe 250 show up because they're like, "Eh." yeah, then I'm throwing because a lot of that stuff you can't reheat. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's something that we always have to keep in mind. Now I know there used to be bars. There was also like a big potato bar and I'm not against that either. Um, so like I said, it's kind of the getting to know you process and I got to change some things, but, um, I know that that's, we've spoke about that in the kitchen as well. So it's not, okay. it's not off the radar. It's yeah. just not going to be tomorrow. So oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely not. not. It will take a little bit. <laughs> well, I think that's all of the questions we have, unless you have any more you want to add. No. no. Okay. No, good. Well, thank you for sitting down with us today. No we really appreciate it. And if our listeners have any questions, they can email us at jacketjournal at scu.mvcsd.us. And then Ms. Zeger's email is jzeger yes. at mvcsd.us. Correct. Mm-hmm. And you can join us next month for another sit down with Mr. Coughlin. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.